to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spesh. Hey, hello. How you doing, Derek? Doing fantastic. How was your trip? Fresh out of the woods. Fresh I'm exhausted. I can smell you from over here. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dog. It was the dog. So, two things, speaking of smell, is, uh, so when I do these longer trips, I like to not use pit stick and let my body yeah. flush toxins and whatever. It's like, I'm not used to smelling myself. Hot days, hot days on the portage. I was getting ripe. <laughs> oh, du perfume. But the other thing is, uh, so we had lots of campfires and, uh, even after my clothes have been washed, like they still smell like smoke. I, we, <laughs> I went to, went to a baseball game on the weekend and I, grabbed a shirt off the shelf and I threw it on and it's like, oh, campfire. <laughs> this went to the laundry, clothes. right? You washed your clothes. Yeah. But d- did you have a shower though? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I forgot something. <laughs> but yeah, the shirt after it's washed still said, smelled heavily of campfire. Really? Yeah. It's just ingrained in there now. Yeah, yeah. That's officially exactly. a camping shirt. Yeah. <laughs> now that's when you go you go to on a Friday you wear that to work and it gets everybody in the mood to yeah. not hey, work and go camping. camping. Right? <laughs> Nobody here but us yeah. chickens. Yeah. But yeah, it was a really good trip. It was uh it was it was uh a trip of historical significance. Well, before you get into your trip, mm-hmm. it's weird taking a Tuesday off. You took a Tuesday off? Well yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. We recorded extra. Co- I'm thinking you're talking about taking a day off work. If it's, yeah. I know. So it's, I I always find that really, uh, it's. Uh, when we recorded it, that extra show. It makes me very much appreciate recording ahead. And it's like, oh, I could stop doing this podcast. This is nice. So I think we should do 52 podcasts in like a week. <laughs> And then we could take the year off and just schedule them for every week. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, my wife has a new job now, so uh, she works late Tuesdays. So I was supposed to talk to you about that anyways. Oh. Hey, can we switch? To Mondays? <laughs> yeah. Because it can't be Wednesdays. No. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> she works late Tuesdays. How does she get that gig? Does she not pay attention to the last seven years? Nah, it's a new job. So? They dictated. Put your foot down when you start that I job. Told her you she say, should listen do that. here. Yeah. I had a queen bee here. Advocate for yourself. Right? She goes, Well, I didn't walk the boat. It's a new job. Yada yada yada. Don't rock the boat. Put a hole in the damn thing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Walk in there like you own the place. This is what I want. Here's what you people are gonna do. Get with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, if I'm not going to do this on Mondays, I may be looking for a new co-host. <laughs> well, it just means I would have to start, we'd have to be start starting at like maybe 8.30 or something. It, not that we ever started at yeah. <laughs> The preamble will go on to like 10 o'clock at night instead of just like 9.30. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway. So you and the fam, yes. Went so north, we had such a hard time picking a destination because, as I've talked about multiple times, we started with Saguenay, Quebec, then we talked about Moosonee, and then we talked about Tomogamy, and and it's been a busy summer, and I just didn't plan a single thing until like a week ahead. Like it was like a week before we went. It was like, 
Yeah. You know what? Because even before that, we were talking about doing, uh, I wanted to go the, the back route into Lavier and I wanted to go through the uh, Dixon Bonfield. And she was like, what? You want the kids to do a Dixon Bonfield? It's like, it'll be fine. We'll take two days to do it. What doesn't kill them. <laughs> it will make them stronger. Makes them stronger. It builds so, character if it doesn't I kill w- you. I wanted to look further for, uh, because we found the old... Uh, Lumber camp. Lumber camp, yeah. yeah. Camboose, lumber camp. We yeah. didn't find a camboose, but we found the old lumber camp. We found uh, what was potentially, it's right on the portage. Yeah. It looks like an ice hut because it was dug 10 feet deep in the yeah. ground. Found a dump, bit of a dump. Yeah, found, a, found some bottles some old, and, uh, yeah. Old so foundations I wanted stuff. to look more for stuff, right? Because we, me and you didn't have much time. We had, had to get yeah. somewhere. We had... So anyways, I would have had more time with family, but uh, she was like, the kids are not going to do the Dixon Bonfield portage. Then we'll Fine. just get new kids at the other end. <laughs> I know, right? It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> so we decided on, uh, my backup plan was uh, do some uh, archaeological work or whatever along the uh, Cedar Radiant area. Petawawa. So because I wanted to, I wanted them to see the the town of Brent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of historical plaques. The, the pictures there show what it used to look like when there was a train station, what it used to look like when there's a, a rail yard and a grain and stock pens for animals and sidings and stuff. It was a major depot back in the day. So it was Brent was a major depot and what starts with a C northern near Armstrong, Ontario or someplace. Anyways, there, there was two big depots for for trains and stuff like that back in the day anyways brent was one of them okay and so you could man they had like uh you know those rotating things with trains you can put the train on different sidings or different yeah. sheds yeah. and so they yeah, had the that turn, just the, like the just, table there the, yeah the turntable yeah. They had all kinds of stuff like that so brent was a pretty significant stop so we wanted to do that right anyway so we drove up it was like a long drive. I'm not used to driving. You don't mind the long drives, but uh, it was it was a long drive for me to get all the way up into Brent. And and even though you get all the way up to North Bay and get all the way across the top of the park, you still got to drive. That road down. That road down. That's a long road. How so, was it, though? It was pretty smooth. Yeah. It was pretty smooth. There was uh, we, I just kind of set a, you know, set a nice medium speed and I can't go too fast with the kids because Beckett just wants to puke all over the place. Tell them to lean out the window and hang on. <laughs> I, t- I tell them that constantly. It's like, open your window. If you're going to throw up, lean out the window. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> no. Give him a bag. <laughs> we do. We give him <laughs> a big bucket. We gave him, We at the gate when we signed in, we got an extra garbage bag from the gate. And so he <laughs> tied around he his had, head. He had the, they have uh, white bags now. White garbage bags, yeah. What happened to the yellow ones? I, she said they changed colors. It's been yellow garbage forever. bags forever. I know. And even beyond forever. Because she handed them to us and it's like, oh, it's not yellow. She goes, yeah, they changed colors this year. Huh. They better not change colors every year. <laughs> no, I hope not. Because then I'm going to have to start collecting. I know, right? <laughs> I got a yellow bag. You remember the yellow bags from way yeah, back, yeah. In, the way back in the day? It's a collector item yeah. now. <laughs> so there was one I'll bag for- you two white ones and a blue one for a yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> so we had two bags, one bag for garbage and one bag for vomit. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> because Beckett invariably gets a little bit carsick. Oh, but see, the, it, there's the challenge right there. 
<laughs> getting him sick. Well, we got it, got his head in the bag. We might as well use, exactly. him to use it. But yeah, that that rose hit or miss sometimes. It is. So it was. Uh, it, it was. There was one major. Oh, there was one big pothole we hit. Ooh. And on my aluminum rims, there's a little metal hubcap in the middle, a little tiny cap. Mm-hmm. We looked for it. We couldn't find it. It flew up somewhere. <laughs> there was <laughs> there a little was. tiny cap. <laughs> like, oh, what's that going to cost? <laughs> and and hopefully my alignment's okay. Because I, sl- I saw the hole come and I saw the pylons. I slid into the hole. Boom! It's like, oh. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it, we we went in on Saturday, so the campground was busy. Yeah, really busy. So it, it seems to be popular during the during the weekends. Well, people actually camp there too, right? Yeah, like yeah. There's actual campsites there too. So Brent is a car camping campground. There's and there's cottages, thirty too. or forty sites. Yeah, there's two cottage uh, ranger cabins. Two, one or two. There's two of them there. I don't know if you can rent both, but I know for sure you can rent one of well, them. I know one's Jake Pigeons. Uh, he he's got a little cottage just behind the camp store. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So, when we did the Brent run up that way, that's where he was. Yeah. So the the did you happen to see him? Yes, we okay. saw him from a distance. He was moving some stuff or moving a tarp and driving around his little uh, covered side by side. But yeah, so uh, yeah, we had. I'll talk more about that later. But yeah, so we we got in and we were gonna. Our first night, we were going to be on Cedar somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, and we got in, we got out late. It's hard to get kids moving, right? So we got out late, got into Brent late. So when we hit the gate, we said, "Hey, let's make some changes." And I said, "Hey, are there is there any campsites?" She goes, "Wow, there's uh, there there was a campsite because when we first looked, there was nothing available." She says, "Yes, there was a couple cancellations, and the jump off sites are available." So it's like, oh, it's the same cost as the interior site. So, okay, we'll take one of those. It was a nice campsite. Was it? It was very isolated. It was, uh, so jump site one is, eh, the jump off site one is right in the middle of a lot of traffic, a lot of campers, a lot of stuff. But jump site, uh, jump off site two, it's off in the corner. I shouldn't be telling people this because they'll be going for jump jump off site two. It was really nice. It was isolated, surrounded by trees. And it was like we were, we felt like we're in the middle of the woods all alone, right? Which you soon would be. Yes, yes, exactly. So it, it was nice. We got to settle in first night, uh, relax, and we're supposed to have steak on the first night. <laughs> we pulled it out. It's like, oh, my uh, little backcountry inflatable cooler is a lot more efficient than I expected. So Still frozen? Solid. Awesome. Just <laughs> so, the best. Well, no, because then I had to portage it into Radiant. <laughs> Oh, you went directly to Radiant. Well, because instead of first night on Cedar, first night was on Cedar in Brent. Oh, I thought you were spending a couple nights on Cedar and then into Radiant. No, no. We wanted to get into Radiant, get the Radiant stuff done, then come back to Cedar, spend a few nights on Cedar and, right. and so on, right? So it was only supposed to be one, first night only on, on Cedar. So we did the first night only in a jump off site, which was right. nice. Right. Sunday, we headed off. It was it was nice. We did a wander around. We uh, So... What was nice about it being in the jump off site is we got the uh, the Brent Crater hike in and right. the, all the plaques and read about the however long it was ago. I don't remember, 4.5 million years ago that when it hit. It was a big area. Like when you look out across, you can see, do you know when 
meteorites hit and then you had that lift in the middle. Yep. So you have this big ring in front of you. You're on a high point. And you can see that uplift from the meteor. And uh, they did, uh, what was it, a 3,000 foot borehole. Borehole, yeah. And so they came up, they could find all the melt uh, the, from the meteor. And it's very interesting to read the plaques. So they, mm-hmm. There's a lot of details. You there. climbed the tower? Tower. Well, I'll put that as a no. <laughs> there is, there's a, there's a, there's a stand that with like thirty or forty steps to get up on a thing. Yeah, to look, overlook right beside where you, where you park your car. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I a little guess, tower. Yeah, it's an elevated platform. <laughs> About three stories high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it, but it wasn't that high. I wouldn't call it a tower. It's an elevated platform. Anyway, so did you, did you did you climb the elevated platform they have there? Yes, I did. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a must be on your trip yes. if you're going to see the whole yes. meteorite thing. <laughs> we weren't prepared fully for the whole hiking trail, though. Oh, because that's yeah, steep going down. Well, we got partway down, and all of us like we didn't have. We just on a lark. We went up and did the hike. Right, so mm-hmm. we just. Dropped everything, brought a water bottle, and drove up to the the platform, the elevated platform, the elevated platform, <laughs> and and then we did the hike, and we got partway into it, and we all of us were just being eaten alive, and it's like ah, oh, you so, didn't bring bug spray? No, it was all back at camp, so it's like okay, <laughs> this isn't so exciting anymore. The meteor mosquitoes, yes, it was, the bugs were so bad. They were, it was just horrible. And it was like the first bugs we experienced on the trip. So, of course, they're even worse. Yeah. They're not like three days in. It's like you don't care anymore because you, they're just biting. You're itching already. Yeah. yeah, Whatever. So, so yeah. So it it was, uh, and, and so we did a little bit of the hike. We did the elevated platform and we tried to find my little tiny center cap for my wheel (laughs) (laughs) with no luck. I wonder how that's, that's going to cost. But yeah, so uh, it was good, but it was, uh, you know, then we, the next morning we uh, got up fairly early and, and headed off down the lake. And, uh, and so we, it was, it was the kids first portage of this year. Right. Right. And. <laughs> You're a hundred thousands. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. So I've got quite a few kilometers in a portaging, but uh, I tried, so I didn't eat enough breakfast and I tried to, we tried, initially tried to single carry. Which started off okay, but quickly downgraded to, yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I go on that route. And it's like, oh, I'm going to throw my pack on. I'm going to throw the canoe on and I'm going to go. Yeah. And about halfway through the portage, okay, I'll drop the canoe here and continue <laughs> on with my pack. Okay. I'll die here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure we must have looked awesome because the the very first portage off Cedar going down the Parawawa, there was a... Uh, Two guys had set up camp in that portage. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a camp and a portage in one. And so they were set up there. They were cooking their breakfast bacon. And a group of guys came right in right after us. And then shortly after that, another group of guys came in. So there was a lot of people on that portage. Were they all running rapids or? No, they were all walking. They okay. were they were heading down the group. One of the group of guys, like there was five guys in two canoes. They were just heading down to Radiant for like four days and yada, right. yada, yada. Okay. Anyway, so I'm, I'm sure at first we must looked awesome because we landed, hucked everything on our backs really quick because we were ready because we had came, we, we came off the jump off site. So it's like we were already mid 
trip, right? Right. So we just threw everything on our backs and I had a pack, threw a canoe on my head and, and we all just took off. Like we were in and like you out, knew what you were like doing. Like we knew what we were doing. Seasoned pros, yeah. the lot and of so you. I'm sure we looked really impressive until they caught up with us. And there's a canoe there, and there's a food pack there, and <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, Siobhan's got this trick knee. She's it's funny. She hurt it swimming. I don't know how you do that, but uh, I think it's arthritis. But it was really bothering her on these portages. And then on the third portage, like, it's, you ever see a picture of the Matterhorn? Mm-hmm. It's got this weird square peak. So he, he tripped on one rock and he face planted on a mini Matterhorn. And uh, so I hear him screaming. Stella was way ahead. She was like. She's like just going like crazy, and she dropped her pack, came running back. Me with uh, my big pack, I ran with the pack, and and he's there holding his face, and I'm thinking, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Siobhan slowly comes up. She goes, "What's going on?" I said, "He fell," and uh, Becca's holding his face and crying, and and I said, "He landed on his face," and me and her just looked at each other with big pan, pie pan eyeballs, like. Oh no! There was no giggling. <laughs> no, there was no giggling. We thought, oh, well, this trip's over. But <laughs> I just like he showed me the rock he fell on. He was crying, and he had a big scratch on his lower chin. I said, "Are your teeth sore? Are they loose?" And I was like tapping his teeth and lightly touching his jaw. And whew, lucky it was just it was just a surface scrape. His jaw was swollen and. And it hurt him to open his mouth for a couple of days, but thankfully, it, it and like even now, it's like what is it? Not even a week later, like it was. Uh, it happened on the Sunday, so yeah, a little bit over yeah. a week. Is that he's just 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 looks like a little light scrape on his chin now, but it was it was it was a really big scrape with, at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was like it looked horrible. Blood was dripping out of it. It's like oh no. <laughs> Eek! But yeah, so thankfully it uh, didn't cancel the trip right there. So then, so then we, I took his pack for a little bit, and he just walked without a pack, and then I dropped it. Stella came back and got that. She's a workhorse. Stella is. Oh yeah. She, she, we can't keep up with her. She took her pack, Beckett's pack, and then the food pack, and it's like, holy cow! <laughs> Never complaint from Stella. She just. Hooked so that's it. when you just start going slower, <laughs> and then eventually she's just going to take a, just get yeah. to the other end, I'll see yeah. you guys there. <laughs> and she was doing that. That's what she was doing. It was really impressive. Not a single complaint. She enjoyed the whole thing, and with a smile and joking the whole way, it's like, oh. Hmm. So. She's the one you're going to have to watch out for. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be trouble. Right? Hey, Dad, uh, can I wear the car keys in the canoe for the weekend? <laughs> Yeah, so we were. Well, I was. I was very impressed. We were very impressed with that. With that, and not so much with Becca, the little whiner. <laughs> <laughs> he milked it for everything the entire week. So he he sort of reminded me when I go on trips with Mike. Mike brings Willow, and every time you pass a little bit too close to shore, Willow's <laughs> Willow wants to go ashore. So you, so when we hit a portage, whoosh. Willow's off running and doing, you know, so every time we get close to land, hey, can I walk there? 
<laughs> I'm thinking, I should start calling him Willow. <laughs> because it was every time we got close to land, hey, can I walk on that island? Hey, can I walk on that beach? Hey, can I? It's like, stop it. We're not stopping. Are we there yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's him. Oh. <laughs> that is him. We would have like a two-hour drive ahead of us. And like we pull onto the 401. And he's like, when are we going to be there? It's like, oh, my God. We had technically haven't really left yet. The minute I drop you <laughs> off at Grandma's, that's when you're going to yes. be there. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was – we were – all of us were a little bit injury prone. <laughs> but it was it was really good. Like we, the portages were rough. There were a lot of up and down, a lot of rocks. And – the third portage, a lot of people knew about this, but I didn't. But I think I've been on it before on the meanest link. You but would have, yeah. You, on the train track, you can take the rail bed on that third portage. Okay. Yeah. Well, we did it on, when we went down. We didn't we well, Not that way, but. Yeah. 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 There was a, yeah, the one section. Later on, could, down uh, on the Petawawa. Yeah. Yeah. We could, we could take the uh, rail yeah. bed instead so of. So we took it on the way back. He was like, oh, unless we saw a lot of people on the, on the rail bed taking that portage, but you're not doing all the ups and downs. And mm-hmm. so Made they, a difference. they're all pretty portages. They look awesome. If you're not carrying a heavy pack and a canoe <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah. So that was cool. It was, we, we, we did the, those three portages. And so it was like, what is it? Uh, 860, 695, and 980 or something, 985. And yeah. So it was a lot of walking. And I, it was, it was a lot of work, but uh, it was hardest on Beckett and Siobhan with her knee. Well, it was hardest on Beckett's face. Actually. I know. I think right? you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so fast something can happen. I know. It just shows you how fast. So right? lucky he didn't like snap off teeth or like. And see, when Mackenzie was that age, he was ripping down those, and jumping from rock to rock. Oh to yeah, tree roots, and yeah. we were waiting for something like that to happen, <laughs> thinking it's only a matter of time. Yeah. It never did. Yeah. Which, to this day, I, I don't know how. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah, it's it's not good when something like that happens because that's the first thing that's yeah. Great. Now what do we do? Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. So what was good, though, is that we did go in on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So most people are leaving. Yep. So we got to, when we got to Radiant, did we see, we didn't see any, all of the campsites we passed were empty. And there's some were missing. And then I noticed that <laughs> the map that I pulled out of a box somewheres is uh, it's a 2013 map. Oh, dude! <laughs> Do you need a new one? I've got like four copies. Yeah, so we're we're gonna buy a new one. Rem- uh, remind me, I'll give you a, I'll give you one of my. Extras. I normally buy a new one every trip, right? Yeah, but I this do, one here it was maps. it was already in a it was already in a bag ready to go, and it's like oh, like to just grab this one. Way to go, nerd! <laughs> so yeah, there were some changes since 2013. Look at this map, man. <laughs> 1842. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this yeah. is quite right. <laughs> but so anyways, we got the Radiant and nobody was there. We just saw some cottagers and uh, we got the pick of the sites. We got the one with the nice beach on it mm-hmm. and it was a fantastic site. See, that's the good thing about going in on a Sunday. Yeah. Everybody's heading out. Everybody's heading out. If you get yeah. there a bit later in the day, because yeah. you got to do all those portages, uh-huh. everybody knows they've got to do those portages to get out. So they're... <laughs> Hopefully heading They're off early. Exactly, right? So by the time, yeah. hopefully somewhere in the middle, you guys all meet up and pass each other. <laughs> and yeah, you got your pick of sites. Exactly. 
on the way in. So it was nice. It was a really nice sandy beach site, and there was lots of little walking trails, and it was fantastic. It was uh, the the park staff had built tent platforms on that site because they, really? it was very slopey. When we first came up, it's like, hey, beach site, and then you see the ground in behind the trees. It's like, oh, I don't see anything flat. Right. Everything's it's all hilly. But once we got in there and got onto the beach and walked into the woods, it's like, oh, look, they dug out two tent sites. Oh, okay. So there's a big log holding the sand. It was all sand. Yeah. So a big log holding the sand in and just two flat spots. Okay. So, yeah, they built flat areas. Yeah, they not, dug it. It was all- a little wood platform or anything. No, no, no wood okay. platform. It was just dug out and yeah. with a sandy base and cool. stuff like that. Cool. So that was nice. It was, and it was good. We had fantastic weather the whole time we were there. Like it, every morning it rained about 4 a.m., Oh, just yeah? sunlight sprinkle. Just, just enough to, keep to you on wake your toes. up. It's like, oh, I hear rain. That wasn't in the forecast. Hey, I get to sleep in today. <laughs> but it was such a light uh. sprinkle. It was done by the time the sun came up and, and everything was dried up. So it was nice. Yeah. It was uh, just a light little sprinkle. And we slept in the bug tent. Oh, you did? So, yeah, yeah. So we, we got to, you know, you get to experience, you know, ants and spiders walking across you in the middle of the night oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So you get to eat 23 yeah, spiders exactly. in a lifetime. But yeah. hey, they're free. Eat as many as you want. <laughs> yeah. You know, flicking the frogs out of the tent. It's yeah. like, so, it, and I, I enjoy it because you have full 360 view. There's no walls. It's just a bug mesh. Yeah. So it's, it's nice that way. And it, uh, if there was a rainstorm, like sideways wind, we'd be having to really drop the sides down to keep the rain out. But luckily there wasn't a lot of rain. Well, we're, bring, we're, I'll talk about this later, but we're heading out on a trip and we're bringing our bug tent. Yeah. We bought it. Three three years ago? Oh, yeah. Maybe longer. We've not actually used it on a trip. Oh, wow. We've not used it yet. <laughs> we set it up in the backyard, but we've not used it yet. Just before I came here tonight, because w- when we when we went to uh, Opiong, no, not Opiongo, uh, Oxtung AO, mm-hmm. because we had, to, we had to rent a canoe. Oh, that's right. You rented the canoe. So on the way up, we had to go into the park. Get a canoe, a three-seater at Oxtung. While we were there, I said, hey, I bought my Nemo 12 by 12 bug out here. Just, do you have any more of those? Oh, Nemo doesn't even make that anymore. It's like, oh, mine's getting leaky. I need a new one. I'll trade you two yellow camp bags <laughs> and a white and a blue one per. <laughs> so what I did tonight just before I came here, <coughs> was there, that I got reminded of it, is like, oh, yeah. So I just searched online. And uh, I found uh, Tent and Trail out of Calgary. They have a couple in stock. MEC didn't have them. Frontneck Outfitters didn't have them. Everybody was sold out, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, out of stock, no longer being made. So now I might be surprised because I purchased online, maybe uh, Track and Trail or whatever it is. Uh, maybe they uh, sold me a, a tent that doesn't exist. One. Oh, sorry, I'm afraid to tell you, but we're out of stock, so we'll have to refund that. Right. Anyways. In theory, I have myself a new uh, new coming one. along. New, yeah, new one. So is the other one leaking because it's holes? Because it's pinholes? Or no, it's just it's just aging out. So when it leaked, like you can't just spray some. We could, we could spray it, but I I can still use mine. Mm-hmm. It's still good, but it uh, it leaked on our trip because it pooled water. Right, right. So it's any tent's going to do that. So the mesh is fantastic. The, the it's still waterproof. Uh, it's just, I thought, well, if they don't make it anymore, I'm going to take advantage and get a, another one and I'll just keep it in storage and 
Because if if Nemo's not making him anymore, I just wanted one. Yeah. And wanted one in the chamber just in case I need it, right? Right. So, anyways. So, good weather. Lots of time on the beach. We, uh, some really good meals. I, I like doing the, we get a little Tetra pack of scrambled eggs, right? So, mm-hmm. we had, uh, was it scrambled eggs and bacon wraps with, uh, with hot sauce and, and then the second day was scrambled eggs and smoked salmon and, and sauce. And so you're one of those breakfast people. I, I sit no, there and make the breakfast. I normally don't. We just had two breakfasts. Normally I have just those, uh, is it Kellogg? Anyways, the breakfast cereal. Bars. Oh, yeah. Bars. See, I usually just do an oatmeal and a coffee. Yeah, I do. I do yeah. a breakfast bar and a coffee. But uh, it was, we're not, we're traveling anywhere, so it's yeah. like, yeah. But even if we're if we're base camping, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just too lazy to get up in the morning and make breakfast. And you know, I honestly never did before. I got in the habit doing the uh, Burt Reynolds Memorial River runs because, uh, like, Martin and Scott, they love doing these breakfast things, right? Mm-hmm. And they make these big plans for these big breakfasts. And so I got in the habit of supplying a breakfast or two on the Burt Reynolds trips, and and so yeah, it's like it's like, hey, this is a nice little treat. Oh, today for breakfast, I'll be serving you a nice piping hot bowl of oatmeal <laughs> with a beverage of steaming hot coffee. I don't even like oatmeal. When I do it, I uh, I overwater the oatmeal so that I can drink my breakfast. Oh, no, I, I put water in it and then you stir it up so it's really, and then leave it. Yeah. And then it thickens up as you leave it. Yeah, I don't like it thick. I'll bring extra, extra brown sugar. <laughs> mine's a chunky lumpy soup breakfast oh, soup awesome <laughs> yeah so that was nice uh, you know we, we it was just nice to relax and, and decompress and you know had some lazy days we circled the lake uh, once or twice and we did do what was nice is we did do and investigate the old town that uh, that is on the lake so there's there's Two old towns. Yeah, one one's, one's way over. Yeah, what I can't remember what it's called. I want to say Conroy or something like that, or Armstrong or Ox. No, I don't, whatever it is. So we we investigated the old town of Radian. It was really neat. Uh, like me and you had found the old train station, and then I went and found some. There's no buildings left there. Oh no! But you can gone. see you can see these mossy squares of where the old old buildings, the wood had rotted in the ground, and yeah. you just basically see a rotted wood foundation. And so we we got saw some of that. So it was nice to see the the layout of the old town. What we when we were looking at it, according to the incomplete anglers. They said that there was 24 people living in town, six families, like 24 that, yeah. people. Some or rangers something. and some logging yeah. loggers. Yeah, loggers and rangers and stuff like that. So it was neat to investigate that and, and, uh, and, you know, the old hand dug well and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was neat. So we did, we spent some time doing that and, and, uh, and then, so that was a, that was a nice afternoon. Back it's like, oh, can we go now? It's like, oh. <laughs> we're here. This is why we're here. This is the reason I wanted to do this lake was to investigate this town. <laughs> Anyways. Did you show them the, the plaque? Yes, we looked at the plaque. We I took some new pictures of the plaque and stuff like that. So, so it was neat. It was The very bottom part is very hard to read, though. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you can see that there's different things have been added to the plaque over the years. 
So there was the original plaque about the loggers, then there's the uh, the military memory to the military guy that mm-hmm. was there, and then there's some poem or something about stars and whatever at the very bottom. It's really hard to read. Oh. Have they cleaned up that site at all since we were there? No, it's identical. The oh, only yeah. difference is that somebody has built a fire pit on the beach and left some garbage. Yeah. So there's more stuff since yeah. you and I were there. Right. So, oh, and the and the bigger campsite that's not any different either. It's still an official campsite. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but you had a good time on on Radiant. Yeah, it was good. It was it was good. Nice to check out the old town and lazy days, relaxing and getting some nice afternoon naps in. And- While you were gone, I was on Facebook and someone was talking about Zaleos. Oh, are these any good? I've oh, looked at garments, yeah, yeah. I've looked yeah. at spot, and I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on a Zaleo. Mm-hmm. So I went on and said, talk to Derek because he's got one and has mm-hmm. used it a couple of times for yeah. I forgot thingies. about that. I was supposed to respond to that guy. Respond to them. Hurry up. Yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> but. But yeah, it did come in handy on that trip. You named your Zaleo. Zubumafu. Zubumafu. <laughs> so I get a message from Zubumafu. I'm like, what kind of spam is? Oh, Zubumafu. I know. That's, oh, what's Derek doing on his trip and he's texting me? Really, dude? I had a reason. I you had a You had a good reason. So because uh, when we came in, uh, Siobhan's knee was getting all messed up, so she was doing a lot of limping. I had... Uh, I had got poked in the eye by a bunch of pine needles so my vision was all blurry and itchy and uh and stella was a trooper (laughs) i know she was just perfect untouchable but beckett had a swollen jaw and i thought you know what i I need to know if i can stay an extra night so i contacted you you went online you says yeah there's there's still sites available if you stay you're not displacing anyone because mike i don't want to displace somebody i don't want nobody wants i don't want to overstay Uh, i'd like to i'd like to stay on my permit but you know what? It was it was a special case circumstance, and and Siobhan's knee needed to get better, and I wasn't sleeping because my eye got poked by the pine needles. And Beckett was fine; he doesn't need his face to walk; it just needs it to land on again if he trips. <laughs> and so, Stella was looking to get away from all yeah. of you people. So I, <laughs> exactly. So I, I had messaged both you and Grant Brower, and uh, and you responded first. So. Uh, so <laughs> I I just I just copy pasted the same note that I sent to you, and I sent it to him, and I thought I didn't I don't know if Grant has this number in his phone book. I wonder if he's going to say who the heck is this? <laughs> I'm getting spammed. <laughs> but before he resp- he even responded, I said never mind. Sean's helping me. He just responded okay question mark. <laughs> And I'm thinking, he doesn't know who this is. Right. So you should have just send, send him another one. Hi. Remember me? Yes. You didn't swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting to hear from you. Yeah. So anyways. Are you into paddling? <laughs> yeah. Do you like paddling? Nudge, nudge. If you know what I mean. <laughs> so yeah, so it was it was nice to be able to reach out and say, hey, Am I overstaying my limits? Am I do mm-hmm. I have room to stay? Plus the fact that so we were the itinerary was Cedar, Radiant, 
And then on the way back up to Cedar, we're going to stay at Surprise Rapids. And surprise, surprise, on the way in, we were looking for it. And we couldn't find the Surprise Rapids campsite. Hmm. So I, I, I have to look at another map because the map that I had, the 2013 map... <laughs> didn't show a campsite anyways although if it did the the map was ripped right there where it was supposed to be <laughs> it was removed <laughs> so that it's like well it's right removed. it's right along this missing seam according to when i booked it <laughs> so it's like well shimon's hurt i'm hurt beckett's hurt and i don't know where surprise rapids campsite is so it's like okay well shimon sean let me know that yeah yeah we're good we're not displacing so, <laughs> so Zaleo really does come it in, came handy in handy for that. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And I don't normally message a lot of people when I'm camping, or no. I try not to. But uh, when I first got it, it was like, oh, I was going mad crazy. And I remember I was bugging. <laughs> I said, Mike, I have to learn how to use this thing. It's like, well, you don't have to learn how to use it that much. <laughs> not all in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so then we reversed our path uh, on like the Wednesday and went back up all three portages. And uh, <clears throat> when we got to when we got to Cedar, we got in at Cedar at let's say three thirty four o'clock. That's not bad. It wasn't bad. It was it was a we got out later than we had hoped, but we just had a lazy morning and had a big breakfast because we knew we had a lot of portages going. And uh, man, the entire southeast end of Cedar, we passed by all of the sites, and all of the sites were full. Even the Big Island site? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's so good. I know. We saw the big beach there. We, right. We paddled up to it, and it's, I, I was shushing the kids. I said, listen, the men are talking. And it's like, they're looking at me. It's like, why do you care? It's like, but I, I heard one guy saying, well, you know, well, I'm not staying tonight. And it's like, and Siobhan perks up. She points into the woods. And so we're listening to the guys as we're floating offshore. It's like, but you could hear them talking about... They're talking about hanging food from a tree, and he was showing them how to do it. And he says, "Well, you know, I, 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 you have water for tonight. I don't have water, but I'm not staying here tonight." And and it's like, oh, one of the guys is staying. <laughs> so, so then we had to we backtracked and circled the entire bay, and uh, but we didn't want to go all the way back to the portage, say on the portage. So right. we ended up visiting populated campsites until we got almost back to the Brent campground. Really? And we ended up staying on, it was a campsite that it backs right onto the rail bed, right near town. Yeah. So it ended up being good. So we, we there were, or potentially were a couple campsites on the south side of the lake, but you don't get proper sun. You yeah. don't get proper sunset or sunrise because you're in these bays. And so it's like, I want that one. So we stopped at an island that Beckett wanted to stop on in the first place. Can I walk there? He got to walk there because I stopped, pulled up my binoculars, <laughs> and I'm peering across. It's like, I don't see any boats. I don't see any tents. I don't see any tarps. That's where we're going. It was a nice campsite. It was uh, <laughs> the, uh, if we were in a tent, I would not have been concerned, but the uh, the tent pad on that site, there's uh, you're about 18 inches from a 10-foot cliff. <laughs> Oh, so, so is that where you got to sleep? That I slept on that side. Yeah, I would have let Stella sleep there because nothing happens to her. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I, I was I didn't sleep so well because I was worried about sliding off and off the cliff. 
And if we used, I ended up using, somebody had a, a log there and I used, instead of using the log for firewood, I, I just put it in the ground. And, uh, so then I slept against the log all Body night. retention. Yeah. It kept me inside the uh, bug net and <laughs> uh, bug tent. <laughs> so that was, and it was nice too, because it backed onto the rail bed. We hiked into town and that's where we discovered it's like, we, we walked by the, the camp store and it's like, it said closed. It's like. So we had checked it out on the first day, closed. Checked it out on that day, closed. So we passed by a park ranger. It's like, yeah, when does the uh, like park store here open? Well, it doesn't. I said, what do you mean it doesn't? Doesn't like it doesn't during the week? He says, no, it's been closed since COVID. So oh, they never reopened they it. They never COVID. reopened it. Well, I know because I think Jake this week turned eighty-five. Yeah. He so, looks very spry for his age. Because he when we saw him, he was in his side by side and he hopped out, was adjusting a tarp on something that was covered. And down behind his cabin, behind the store, is where you pick up your rental canoes or drop off your rental canoes. So he was doing some adjustments canoe. We we're up on the road by the store and we could mm-hmm. see him motoring around. And it's like, he looks really spry for his age. I met him about 20 years ago for the first time and I think he still looks exactly the same. He does. Yeah. Right. So he hasn't. I mean, in in twenty years, I last I I met him in twenty twelve, and I saw him again in twenty nineteen. Minus Link, and then saw him again last week, and he hasn't changed much. No, he got premature prematurely white. old early, yeah, and then stayed the same. His hair is is pitch white. <laughs> yeah, His beard, white. the whole meal yeah, deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great guy though, really yeah. knowledgeable. Yeah. Like any questions on Algonquin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. is the guy to go to. When we stopped in during the Minas Link, so Grant and Johnny and I, we talking back and forth. He was telling us stories of back in the day, and and we we're all I could. I, I imagine everybody was thinking the same thing. We got time to make up here. We got to go. We're doing the Minas, but none of us. We just we stayed there as yeah. long as we could and just listened to him tell stories about his guiding days and yeah. it was fascinating. When we did the Brent run, we sat on the uh, end of the dock and rested for a bit and yeah. just ch- chatted about yeah. it. Oh yeah, when people used to do the Brent run and they did this yeah, and yeah, they did yeah. that and, 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 and yeah. it's like, wow. Yeah, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of knowledge in his head. Yeah. He's very smart, very spry. He's his he's got a really good memory. It's like it was impressive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they when COVID hit, they shut down the store and they haven't opened it since. Oh, that's too bad. Well, it, what, you can get, what is you can too get bad. parcels and stuff delivered there. Like if you're doing the meanest link. Yes. Right. So you, you can. Because you'll pick that up yeah. there and stuff like that. But but it's uh, what, what I missed out on or what I, the family missed out on is I wanted to show them the store because it's a museum inside. Oh, yeah. There's so many things on the walls, ceiling, shelves. Like there's more historical memorabilia in that store than there are supplies that you can buy. There's there's more not for sale items yes. than there are yes. for sale items yeah. in that store. Because honestly, it's like a little museum. Yeah. There's yeah. stuff everywhere. I think he still has one of those really, really, really old pop coolers. He does. Where you yes, yes. take the pop bottle out and then that, on the side yeah, is yeah, the pop. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got casting. It's amazing what he's got in there. Yeah. So huh. you, how long? How long did you stay on Cedar? We stayed on Cedar Wednesday night, Thursday night, and then left early because there was a major thunderstorm coming in Friday night. So right. we ended up going home on Friday instead of Saturday. Did you get across to see the and check out any of the rivers with the waterfalls? No, I. We were heading that way, 
and it's like, oh, no, I want to check it out. I want to check it out. And, and then the complaining started. Uh, how about the, uh, the graveyard? <laughs> what? The big graveyard. There's a big mm-hmm. graveyard right there. I missed that. Right over by Brent, just around the corner. Huh. Really? It's a big ass cross. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. I did not know about that. I did not know, Johnny. Yeah. Another reason to There's go back. a lot of historical stuff in that area. Yeah. From the logging days we and the We checked out most day. of the township stuff and the, and the train stuff and we read the, the signs, but I... In the back of my mind, I'm remembering seeing something on a sign showing cemetery. Yep. But it never occurred to me to go look for it because I normally, I normally beeline for cemeteries. I like reading headstones. It's one of my things. I'm weird that way. So, huh. Yeah. There's a reason to go back. Another see? five and a half hour trip just to go see a cemetery. So I take it you didn't do any fishing? Did not. So the, the fishing rod stayed bungee corded into the canoe the entire time. Alrighty. Jet boil. Oh. So when we went on our big trip, yes. you got that knockoff maple version. Yes, I bought the fire maple and uh, it broke four days into our trip. So when we came back, uh, fire maple says, well, we need a receipt. It's like, well, you emailed it to me, but I always delete emails. Wiener. Yeah. So I went to sale, bought myself a new jet boil and... Uh, and it worked fantastic. It's, but it's, it's a smaller pot. It's a smaller thing. It's, it's, so it's like a bike backpacker, one person. It's a very, yeah, it holds yeah. a liter. Whereas the fire maple, I think holds a liter and a half or something. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, so we, we, I, it worked out really good. I like the jet boil. It's very, it, we, the fuel lasts forever. Mm-hmm. But you're, if you're, if you're boiling water, if, if you only have to boil the water for two and a half minutes, you're not using a lot of fuel. Right? So that's what we used. We had OTG meals, so we just did OTG meals all week in that. So coffee in the morning, OTG meals, and uh, we did some some uh, some Momofuku uh, noodles that the kids love. And so we did those uh, one day for lunch, just relaxing and boiled up some noodles. And But yeah, it works great. And the other thing we got for this trip was uh, we bought one of those uh, Thermocell. Thermocell. And it worked really good. Yeah, you had it, it here it, when, when... Yeah, uh, it chased off the bugs really quick. And uh, so I only brought a limited supply of... Uh, so you need the butane canisters mm-hmm. for it. So it's about the size of a large lighter. And uh, so the first canister went away really quick because uh, I didn't flick off the switch. And so I turned it off, but uh, somehow the user switch... error. Yeah, so I flicked off the switch, but then somehow it got flicked back on when it was in the pack. Right. And so just rumbling around the packet got flicked on. Just like sometimes you turn on a flashlight, you know, pull off flashlights. Like, how long's that been on? I have no clue right? what you're talking about. So I filled my pack with butane. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I only had one canister left because I only brought two little canisters with me. But canisters is good for 12 hours. Ah, and the pads you're are good only for using four it for hours. Yeah. yeah, so it's it. So I used it twice and chased the bugs away. Okay. Otherwise, any time there's a breeze or wind, it's they, they're no good in the they're, wind or breeze because you have to have the clouds surrounding you. Yeah. So yeah. and I mean the bugs aren't as bad right now as yeah yeah they were when we were up. No, they were not <laughs> as bad as when we were camping. How'd your new frying pan work? Yeah, fantastic. So I, I didn't even really think about it, but uh, it's a jet boil frying pan. Yeah. Yeah. Matching set. 
<laughs> you need a new pair of water shoes, apparently. Yeah. Yours are now 40% no, duct So I, <laughs> they were good. Like my toes come out of the sides. And uh, I have to be careful walking because one of these days my foot's going to slide out through the side. But then on one of the portages, I get into the canoe and lift my foot in over the side as I'm sitting down. And it's like, hey, <laughs> this sole is only attached by the first two inches. <laughs> it's all flopping like crazy. I didn't notice because it was that back end that was just dragging along, right? That's what happened to my Keens. So, yeah? I was taking a walk <laughs> out into the water. And then I'm walking back in because I went for a swim yeah. to, to get, because it was sweaty there. And I walked back in on the shore. <laughs> Where, where's the sole of my shoe? <laughs> well, that yeah. puts a damper on things for the rest of the trip now, doesn't it? So I did a little surgery, wrapped it in duct tape. So it's good for another year. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the sole's so reattached. It's, so you don't need new shoes then? No, I just no. got to re- keep replacing the duct just tape Just make sure you fails. bring extra duct tape. That's cool. <laughs> so all uh, any wildlife? Disappointingly, no. We saw we saw a red squirrel. We saw quite a few chipmunks. Uh, I thought I smelled a skunk at one time, but maybe it was a local camper. Um, but uh, yeah, there was yeah we we didn't see any any we saw bear poop. Hmm. We saw on the train tracks. Yes, the the train. Yeah, bed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the bear, I think the yeah. train... The, they use the beds as... The rail uh, bed is a bathroom for bears. It's a bathroom and an easy yeah. walk. Yeah. You'll see deer and moose yeah. on there too because it's nice, easy walk for Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Right? So. I did, on the way into Brent, when we, on the la- one of the, the last day we were there, we walked the rail bed into town and it's like, oh, look, there's a, somebody blasted apart a uh, wasp nest. And as mm. we're standing there, like I'm, it was morning, so I have a... A winter uh, toque on and my hoodie, the hood was up and I bounced, something bounced off the back of my head and then bounced off the back of my head. It's like, eh. we motored on into town. On the way back, it had warmed up. So I took the toque off, took the hoodie off. And that bounce was a wasp the first two times. So when we got back, it's like, I just, it was like, I got electric shock to the back of the head. And it's like, as fast as I could, I whipped my hand across the back of my head, swept the wasp of the ground, crushed it. And it's like, what was that? Run away. Yeah. <laughs> so the wasp nest was destroyed, but they must have built a new one. And boy, were they protecting it. Or it would just been knocked down. Well, no, we looked at it. The honeycomb was completely empty. Oh, okay. I say honeycomb, but it's... Yeah, I know. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> boy, that sucker, he just, he just blasted me right into yeah. the back of the head. I got and, bit on the side of the leg there two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. That that pain is just ridiculous. I know. Oh, yeah. Ah, well. So, I, 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 again, I confirm that I am not allergic. But That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it, I didn't even, I got a little tiny little bump. It's still itchy, even right now, right where I got stung, it's itchy. But Memories no, of wasp. Yeah, it's just, but it's it's it didn't swell. So, yeah, I'm not allergic Good. Live to see another day. So a good time was had by Fantastic. all at the end of the day, yeah. even with all the injuries. Yeah. and Beckett barely complained about his, he he always, how's my face look? How's my face look? <laughs> Stop picking it. <laughs> and you know Stella's at home. Dear diary, what a bunch of wimps. <laughs> exactly. Last trip ever with these people. Yeah. But it was good. It was another one of those epic trips. It was nice to get out with family and, and, and 
you know, be back in the park or yeah. any park, right? So it was nice. It was yeah. fantastic. Good. We we always look forward to that. I mean, our kids are a lot older now and mm-hmm. yeah, than yours are. So, um, but yeah, when they were little, getting them into the park and camping is yeah. so much fun. Always mm-hmm. look forward to it every every year. So. Oh, good to hear. Yeah. Glad everything, was... uh, everybody made it out alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We made it. We made it. They're alive. And we, we did hang our food. Found a really, really good few hangs. And yeah. I just, just be careful, right? I hung the food. Yeah. Just because the kids are there and yada, yada, yada. Out of habit now. Been yeah. Been so many years. Drilled into you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like just recently, I saw an article. It was uh, Philip Edward Island up in Clarny. A bunch of kayakers were on one of the islands, and somebody on another island looked across and yelled, Hey! Because they were out doing stuff in the water and said, Hey, there's a bear in your camp. The bear had come into their camp uh, on one of the islands off Philip Edward Island and grabbed a bag of food, took off. Mother cow, uh, mother, mother and cub? Call them a cow or a sow. Anyways, so, a mother bear and her two fat cubs ran off with a bag of food. And it's like, and then they, apparently they, 30 minutes later, they had another campsite trying to steal food. With They're knowing. Pots banging away. Yeah. 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 They, they know the people are there. Food's yeah. there. Yeah. Dinner bell. <laughs> Somebody's beating pots. That's the dinner yeah, bell. That's the dinner bell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just track down the pot banging. That's where you find the food. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, glad you had a good time. And, it was uh, pretty good. It was really they, good. The kids are going to still enjoy it. Yeah. For the most part. So on a closing note, on a closing note, so on the drive up, it's like, you know, you, you, I use long drive, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, yada, 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 get in down. It's that 40 kilometer road and then hunting for the little tiny hubcap center thing. And anyways, <laughs> so I ran out of gas. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, and, but we ran out of gas just at the right spot. We, we, at the gas station? We, I said, oh, the, it's it's saying I don't got much left. I got maybe 50 kilometers. Oh, I maybe got 30 kilometers. Oh, I maybe got 10 kilometers left. And then we were 8, 10 kilometers out of Mattawa on the way home. And uh, and we would climb the hill and <laughs> felt a little chug-gug. <laughs> it's like, oh. Siobhan looked at me I looked at her (laughs) it's like okay so I slowed down started doing 90 and (laughs) and then next hill it's like oh no and it's like Siobhan goes look golf course (laughs) so left turn golf course (laughs) so golf courses always have gas (laughs) so I said, "Hey, can I get, can I get some gas?" I, I just ran out of gas. Oh, where yet? I'm in your parking lot, but I was running out of gas. It was starting to chug a lug up the hill, so they they sold me uh, ten liters of gas for twenty bucks. I thought that was a pretty good deal, two dollars a liter, eh. and it got me the eight kilometers into Matawa. <laughs> so I always <laughs> fill up before, like if I'm drive, I'll drive up to North Bay. Yeah, I'll fill up with gas before I head across. Yeah, and then down. But the, the, this fuel thing said said I had like 160 or 130 kilometers left before empty. So mine said 98 <laughs> kilometers the other day. Yeah. I went about five kilometers and when I parked my driveway with 35 kilometers left. Yeah, that's what happened to us. It's like, hey. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I could swear. Yeah. Going down. I can see the store from here. How's that 80 <laughs> kilometers? <laughs> so we were... 
chug lugging almost out of gas. It's a 72-liter tank. The the guys at the golf course put in 10 liters. I drove the 8 kilometers into Mattawa, and then I put in 74 liters. And I'm thinking, well, technically that's 84 liters. How does 84 liters fit into a 72-liter tank? Hmm. <laughs> so anyways, it was... Uh, it was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was that, it's that long dirt road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought, oh man, we're going to be on the side of the road and up here in the North country, who knows how long CAA is going to respond and bring me a jug of gas. And it's like, whoo, thank goodness for that golf course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wiener, 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 wiener. Yeah. I can see why Stella gets mad with you guys. <laughs> I know, right? Next year, she's going to have shirts. <laughs> I'm with stupid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Why are you always standing on that side of me? <laughs> <laughs> and like normally, I have white gas stoves. Yeah. Like the last time I ran out of gas, I was driving across Canada, and I had to trans- transport all my fuel because I was moving. So I had a jug of camp fuel, white gas in there. So when I ran out of gas in Saskatchewan, I just dump my camp stove fuel into the into the gas tank and good to go to the next gas station. But I had butane canisters on this trip. No white gas. So I didn't have camp fuel to uh, throw into the gas tank. I wouldn't think of throwing a camp fuel in the gas tank. It was like midnight in the middle of Saskatchewan. I could see the glow of the gas station at the top of the hill. <laughs> it's like, oh, what do I do? Oh, camp stove fuel. <laughs> I had like two liters of camp stove fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Got me to the gas station. I would have walked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very expensive fuel for your car, camp stove fuel. Yeah. And really, it's just a cleaner version of gasoline. So, high-octane gas. And you can open your hood and cook your breakfast on it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I was it was an adventure all around. <laughs> I know. Now I need to find some way to hook a butane canister to the side of the engine to feed it fuel. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good trip. Good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot happening while you were gone, though. So I got to give a shout out to Sale. Oh, you're telling me about that. So Tracy wanted a new sleeping pad. Yeah. Um, so for Christmas last year, I got her a new sleeping pad. Uh-huh. Which... You don't use till canoe tripping season starts. So, yeah, it's going to be months before you use it anyway. Right. And, of course, you go on their site and it's like you have 30 days mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. So, I fully expected sale to say, yeah, no, you got to go to the manufacturer and replace that. Get them to replace it, fix it, yeah. whatever. So, I went in because the sleeping pad we got her, and I'm not going to say the name, but the one we got her, she took it on a trip. And she goes, yeah, it deflated. What? Thinking it's brand new. It's brand spanking new. Like you didn't mm-hmm. do it properly, or yeah. something. <laughs> you know, as, <laughs> as, as we do. Yeah. So when we went up on our trip to uh, to Algonquin, she said, "Yeah, doing it again." So the the second night, I gave her my my new one, which is one of these um, Nemo tensors, and she slept on that. No problem. I slept on hers and. So I put hers, I, I blew it up and put it on my side of the tent. And when I went to get in to bed that night, 
You hadn't even slept flat. on it yet. <laughs> I hadn't even slept on it. So this was about eight hours, nine hours. Yeah. And it was completely flat. Mm-hmm. There was like, what? Okay, I must have done something wrong. I did wrong something here. wrong. So reinflated it, made sure all the things caps. were, yep. caps were on and stuff like that. And, ah, oh, nice and comfy. This is awesome. It's like, instead of my old Thermarest, which was like an inch thick, if yeah. that, um, this one's like two and a half, three inches thick. Okay, yeah. So more comfortable and you're not feeling the ground. And when you're sleeping on your side, your hip's not into a rock or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Awesome till about. Two hours later, <laughs> when I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on How can here? I feel the ground? So, yeah, so I, she slept on mine the entire week, and then I slept basically on the ground the entire week, mm-hmm. which, whatever. So, I took it into sale, and when you're talking about like a $300 pad, mm-hmm. you know, if, if uh, 50 bucks, whatever, I'll just go get a new one, but 300 bucks, 300 bucks, yeah, right? And, um, I said, I got this at Christmas, use it on a trip and it doesn't hold air. And she looks says, I don't know if we have anything. He says, honestly, I don't want another. I don't want another one like that. Right. Cause you know, I don't want to run into this problem again. I know she likes this one. Yeah. So can I get one of these ones instead? Which originally the tensors were more. Yeah. Right. So, well, because the one I got her was on sale at Christmas time, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. I figure I'll still owe about, you know, 30 bucks or yeah. something like that. And So, yeah. So, she went and got it. Not an issue. No. Well, you know, you, that was like eight months ago. Yeah. Nothing. They, no problem. Let me go grab you one. She went and grabbed me one of these ones and say, oh, this one's actually on sale. Mm-hmm. So, now I have a $42 credit at Oh, sale. wow. <laughs> yeah. No issues, no nothing. See, that, that really- I love that kind of customer <clears throat> service. That, that really makes you want- So many of us have moved away from, and really COVID pushed it too, moved away from storefront buying, going mm-hmm. into stores, buying, going to physical, you know, yeah. brick and mortar and buying- I prefer it. Equipment and gear. I do too. Like, when, especially when it comes to like- clothes or like yeah. you want to kick the tires right I, yeah. I i need to try it on i i want to look at this tent i want to i want to see what this sleeping bag looks like i want to feel the inner inner liner and i want is it a soft liner or is it a cold nylon liner yada 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 so it's it's nice to see stuff and direct prime example i bought a fire maple stove that broke after like four tries right and uh fire maple said uh, no we need the receipt it's like oh that was only by email and with sale, they have every single purchase I ever made on their computer. Oh, oh, they're doing a new Explorer Club thing now. Yeah, and you'll have to switch over. What? Yeah, they're changing. They're changing their entire system, so they won't be able to bring up your old stuff anymore. Oh, yeah. So I don't know, unless you sign up for this new one and it somehow links over. It's been tra- huh. all your stuff's been transferred over or something like that. If you go to the sale website, yeah. There's all the information there. Well, anything more than a couple years old, I've already worn it out, so I'm not exactly going to exchange it. Yeah. I mean, people go for, oh, lifetime warranty. It's like, you know what? I put that thing through the ringer for 30 years. (laughs) I'm not not sucking them into a lifetime warranty. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm just going to buy something brand spanking new, right? And that's the same thing with Nemo. Like, supposedly the – so my my Nemo Bug 10 12 by 12 Mm -hmm. is supposed to be lifetime warranty. I'm not going to call on the warranty because – I've used it up. Right? Right. It didn't fail. 
it didn't break down. Age. It's not the company's fault. I've used it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's the same thing. Is is yeah. I mean, this is a, a Nemo tensor. Now I've got two exact same. Yeah. Ones. Same color and everything. Same color and everything. I think I'm going to put like a big X on mine or something. Say yeah. this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use magic marker. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently, magic marker uh, degrades fabrics. Oh, does it? And it'll de- it'll destroy the water. So maybe I'll put a giant X on hers. Sew <laughs> 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 some stitching into it. <laughs> This is not mine. <laughs> Must be hers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. You know what? Like I say, I mean, that's why I return to the stores for that sort of thing. If you yeah. get great customer yeah. service. And, I mean, they can look in there and, and see all the stuff I've bought and stuff like that. Exactly. And, yeah. And whatnot. And they know. And I think this is the first time in all the years shopping there I've actually had to return something. Yeah. I don't think I've ever returned anything yeah. to sale. No. It's uh, – I get what I – like I said, that's one of the reasons I like to go in and mm-hmm. buy. Yeah, like yeah. See it yeah. before I buy. Because yeah. actually, there was a couple of sleeping bags I looked at. And had I bought them online. You would have been disappointed? I would have been so disappointed. Hmm. I went there and checked them out. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't even fit in this thing. <laughs> yeah, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but. So, uh, sale. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Lock and paddle. Oh yeah, happened. that was that was last on the weekend. There just weekend? just passed. Yeah, twenty seventh. Looks 26th. like a good time was had by all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our friend Dustin, he was there. Yep. He's a four hundred and three boats, six hundred plus paddlers. I saw some photos. It looked like it was about seventy five percent kayaks. Oh, How full was it? Full. So they said you- they did four tubs. Oh wow! So I don't know if they took one up and they paddled out. Hmm. And they brought the second one up and they paddled out. Yeah. They brought the third one up. Yeah. And then the fourth one yeah. and then reversed it when all. When we did it, they had leveled out the two tubs in the side middle. Side by side, yeah. Side by side and paused for photos and stuff and then moved on and. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. So, it's great time had by all. Yeah. I want them to bring back the evening one. Oh, night, yeah. The nighttime one? See, With all the about, lights and everything? I always worry about being jam-packed into a thing like that and somebody overturns and it's like, well, we'll find him in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Phil? Uh, we'll find him in the morning. I heard some glug, glug, glug going over yeah. on over that corner. Well. Yeah. Sucks to be him, I guess. <laughs> uh, as I said, we're we're heading for a Tomogamy uh, trip this week. Uh, Thursday. We're heading out Thursday. Back on the holiday Monday. Okay. Late, late, late. Five-day canoe trip. Athena's getting her first dose of tomogamy. Yeah. So we're going to go up there, hoping the weather is all good. And right now, it looks like there's going to be one day with a little bit of rain. Are you making the fall? When is the fall ceremony? Next weekend. We're at a wedding. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I remember Mm, you telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw them advertise it online. Yeah. Well, not advertise. They posted no, they post, it. There's social media saying, hey, come join us for the changing yeah. of the season. Changing of the season ceremony up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we can't make it. We got to go to this wedding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to go up a week early. We're going to do some exploring, some fishing and some photography and stuff like that. And Athena's going to have a great time. You know, every time we we get to the truck now, if she sees me, like, we got camping gear all down here right yeah. now. 
anytime she sees me going and moving any of it, yeah. she thinks, well, okie dokie, yeah. we're going. <laughs> if, I, if I move a canoe in the in the garage or something, if I'm going out to yeah. the truck and I, like now I open the truck door, like she, she gets the hints of certain things I put yeah. on, like if I'm putting my hiking boots on or something like that, she knows we're going somewhere. And she waits at that door. Now I just open up the truck door. Somebody opens the front door of the house. Boom! Like laser straight <laughs> from the front door into the truck. Yeah. Right? And uh, we we went, this was weird. We went to um, Leash Free. What? We went to the Leash Free on the weekend. Oh, Leash Free. Yeah. Walk Park. Yeah. Yeah. Dog we park. took her through the woods. And it was just me and her. Nobody else around. And all of a sudden, she stops, sits, and won't go. And she's staring ahead into the woods. Oh. I didn't see anything. She would not move. It she was, sat down next to me. It was a ghost. And wouldn't go anywhere. So there are coyotes out there. Oh, There's okay, deer yeah. out there yeah. and other, you know, raccoons and stuff like that. She saw a sense something was there. Mm-hmm. And then it was probably 10 minutes before she'd get up and start walking. But she would walk about 10 feet in front of me. Hmm. She wasn't running back and forth all over the place like she usually does. She sensed something. There was something there. And it's like, huh. hindsight says I should have turned around and gone back because that's how <laughs> horror movies start. <laughs> that's how they start. That's how <laughs> horror movies start. Hey, we should all separate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go with the dog. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> the dog's going to hightail it out of there, leaving you face to face with whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she's looking forward, I'm sure, to getting out on the water. Uh, a nice canoe trip for five days, a whole new area and mm-hmm. relaxing. She didn't, she's been enjoying it, so yeah. we'll keep going. You tag her with a bell and all that stuff? Uh, no. No? No, haven't yet. We're, um, we're thinking about one of those, because she's been pretty good, but you know, you're knocking wood. Yeah. Uh, we're thinking about maybe getting one of those uh, tracker tags. Oh, yeah, Dave yeah, yeah. Wilfong put one on his dog because mm-hmm. it was boogieing off and and could and he, he could track where she was. Yeah. Right? So we're thinking maybe get one of those for for her for when we're on our trips and stuff. Mike Burns, his dog Willow, she uh, she sticks really close to camp. Mm-hmm. But when she just, she just, she'll go to the edge of the woods, but she doesn't go far. But she always has a bell on her, so you can hear the ringing, constantly the ringing, right? See, she goes to the water. And she follows you to the Thunderbox. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she's right around you. Yeah. She wants to be with everybody. Which is nice. You yeah. don't want a dog that wanders off yeah. in, in the back country. Yeah. And yeah. She stays within, you know, yeah. right right within the confines mm-hmm. of, the, uh, of the site. So that's pretty cool. I received an email this week from one of our loyal listeners. Uh, this is one of the reasons I, I like doing this podcast. Do you remember back on episode 387, we talked about the Canadian Amazon that's, out at Long Point? So that's down heading towards Windsor. Yeah. We talked about meeting like Mike halfway and... And doing that. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be all overgrown yeah, yeah. and anything. It's, yeah. It's like this so, jungle type. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole, there's marsh, there's tons of birds and yeah. then the ecological stuff down there is mm-hmm. huge, right? Uh, one of our listeners, Ashley sent in this email. She says, a few weeks back, you shared info about Long Point Eco Adventures and their Big Creek kayak tour. I decided this would be a fun excursion for my husband and I's eighth wedding anniversary. 
Nice. We've been exploring together since the first uh, time we got together 12 years ago. We mainly canoe and canoe trip along with some hiking, but have never kayaked. We took the kayak tour and had the best time. Our guides, Leanne and, Car- and Carl, were super knowledgeable, not only in kayaking techniques and how to maneuver around obstacles, but also about the trees, plants, birds, insects, and so much more on the creek. They had a burning passion for the environment and encouraged the group to take action to save our planet from many invasive species, which is what we are always yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about as well, yeah. right? We also stayed the night at the Eco Lodge in one of their elite pods. These are pretty cool What's looking little. Pod? They're these little wooden. It almost like a looks, dome, like a geodesic dome. It almost looks like a half of a barrel, but more of an instead of rounded barrel. Yeah, like a you know a wood barrel, yeah, like yeah. A, a whiskey barrel. Yeah, but picture a half of it laying down. Oh, but more oval than round. Okay, right? Huh? Yeah, it, it looks pretty good. Uh, on our. On our porch was enough firewood for us to enjoy a fire before bed, and it was dry, <laughs> unlike Ontario Parks. There wood. you go. There's a little jab. <laughs> Everybody gets those jabs in. Yeah. Right? In the morning, we enjoyed coffee overlooking the Long Point Marsh. It was one of our most memorable and favorite anniversaries to date. Thank you so much for the recommendation. We will surely be back again next year. Uh, thanks for all your podcasts over the years from your loyal listener, Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. I'm glad it uh, worked out well for you guys. But this is why, I mean, we, like like we've said it many times, we don't get anything from anybody. We don't make no. money on this. And we just like to promote stuff like this and uh, well, Long Point I, Eco Adventures, you know, like I'm glad that people are going there yeah, and enjoying exactly. it. And, you know, big shout out to uh, to them. If you want to check that out, go to lpfun.ca backslash paddle. And it talks about... Uh, uh, the, the tours you can take. And if you tell them you heard about it on Paddling Adventures Radio, you won't get anything and they'll look <laughs> at you and go, who? <laughs> <laughs> what I like about stuff like this is uh, is like, hey, more than just my mother listens to this. Right? Yeah, your, mo- your mother and Ashley <laughs> and my mom. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like getting emails like this. Um you know, like I say, people listening, people are, are taking... I mean, the people that came over from the Channel Islands and went up to, oh, El, yeah. to Algonquin, right? Yeah, because yeah. we recommended it. Yeah. That's kind of a far way to come, but... Is that they the had a couple blast. that we met downtown? That's the ones we, yeah, those are the ones we downtown met downtown. Toronto? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's pretty good. So, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I get here? I got another one. Hang on a second here. Uh, oh, oh. Um, I'm going to save a couple of these for next week, I think. Yeah. I talked too long, did I? D- no. <laughs> yeah, you did. Holy crap. Uh, fisherman's pole. Lightning. Oh. The number one rule when in a boat, when you're paddling, <laughs> and there's thunder and lightning, <laughs> don't paddle. Yes. So there's a, a little um, video on Instagram. If you go to Rob Chapman Fishing on his Instagram, if you scroll down a couple rows there's there's the little video there it's a little quick video Mm -hmm. some dude is out there fishing in his kayak yeah and you hear the thunder and the lightning just misses his fishing pole and it it, like it looks like the you could see the where the water blast uh, it blew a hole in the water Mm -hmm. right next to his kayak had to be within eight twelve inches of his kayak 
So you saw this whole burst up, and it's like, whoa. He just yells, oh, my God, drops his pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're in deep water. So the and pole's gone. You see his buddy, like his buddy was getting out of there, like, yeah. cuts him off. <laughs> like, I'm outie. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah, it was like, woo, that's exciting. So, so there's a few tips here, or things about lightning. Men are struck roughly four times as often as women. In the United States, men account for 84% of lightning fatalities. Women make up the remaining 16%. You know what that means? <laughs> women are smarter. <laughs> they would have already been back at the cottage. Yeah. <laughs> lightning isn't that thick. The In fact, is only an inch or two across. It just looks wider because of luminosity. It's so bright. Yeah. Right? Never shelter under trees. If lightning strikes a tree, the charge can flow through the trunk and literally or laterally strike individuals beneath it or also spread through the ground. Many lightning tragedies have stemmed from individuals seeking shelter beneath trees. Don't be the tallest object. Avoid hills, mountaintops, or open areas as lightning tends to strike taller objects in the area. So if you're on a mountain and all of a sudden a thunderstorm rolls in, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I've what? seen. Okay, this is how I die. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because the uh, if the ground's wet, the lightning's just going to crawl across the ground. Yeah, right. And so uh, I remember seeing a diagram of uh, for hikers and stuff, and they say, you know, like don't be the top of the mountain, and if you see an overhang of rock, it's not necessarily the safe place to be to hide out of the rain because there, there was thunder or the lightning is just gonna it's gonna radiate out from where it struck, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we covered this about two hundred episodes ago. It talks about <laughs> give uh, or take. Yeah, we we uh, it talks about uh, if you have your feet, it's the radiating line. So from one point to another point, say it's a foot apart away from the strike point, mm -hmm. you have a differential voltage there, and so the, the you could be more transmissive than the ground. So if you have your legs or your feet apart on the ground then that lightning will want to go through you because you're more conductive than the ground will. And that's where you get a shock. And they say you you should uh, stand with your feet together, touching, squat down, and uh, and you should your feet should be touching on the ground. Mm -hmm. you, and you shouldn't be touching the ground with your hands because, it's a, it's, again, it's a differential between the rings of electricity radiating away from the, the lightning strike, right? And, you know, you hear stories about lightning hitting a tree and people are like, oh, they're hiding under the tree. And I've seen videos online where I saw like three or four guys standing under a tree, lightning hit the tree. And oh, I remember the, that And they video. all just tipped over unconscious. Yeah. Right? And uh, I've heard stories about lightning hitting a tree and the bark blows off the tree and the people get bark embedded in their skin. We had the lightning hit the top of the tree next to our tent. Oh, yeah. And we were about 30 feet away from that tree. Mm-hmm. But it just blew the top of the tree off right through the bottom of our tent. <laughs> yeah. I was in a canoe and the storm just came out of nowhere. Uh, and then we, we were waiting for the canoe in front of us to get into shore because there was enough room for one canoe at a time. Yeah. And there was a deadhead about 40, 50 feet behind us and lightning hit that while we were in wow. the- Wow. I don't have much hair on my head, <laughs> but the hair I did have- it was, was standing on it. was trying to get out. <laughs> um, and when was the third? I've almost been hit three times. 
And I've never been, not even close to me. Yeah, no, I've almost been hit. Th- I can't remember what the third one was. But yeah, it's just, sometimes it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, if you're, I mean, when we were up in Tomography a couple of years ago there, all of a sudden you hear the thunder and you're like, okay, let's find a spot. Time to go. Time to find yeah. a spot and get off the yeah. water. So I saw, I saw, it was just, uh, I think it was just today. It was a video, it was at a golf course and it was an oak tree and that oak tree had zero bark left on it. Wow. And you could see that the tree had collapsed in on itself. So a lot of the upper branches had just fallen inside the trunk because the trunk had split open. And there was radiating cracks. The ground had opened up in like crevasses, like it looked like an earthquake. And about 30 feet away from the tree, you could see a sprinkler line had burst and water was shooting out of the ground. And so the, the, the groundsman at the golf course was saying, oh, we just got hit by lightning, yada, yada, yada. And, but that oak tree was destroyed. Like it was completely white because all of the bark was like 10, 20, 30 feet away from it. Wow. It must have been a huge strike. And it, and it burst the water line underneath the ground for water in the greens. It's like, oh, imagine hanging out under that tree. Could you imagine coming into work going, oh, man. <laughs> Not only do I got to clean up a busted tree, yeah. now. I have to do some plumbing. I have to, some I have to do groundwork. Oh, <laughs> closing this tee off. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last thing I got here, we're going to do this one. I just found this a bit hilarious. An article from Evolution News and Science Today. Evolution, News, and Science. Gunter Betchley. He says, a few years ago, I published an article at Evolution News titled Rafting Stormy Waters, which there's some big words in this article. So if there's any people out there trying to catch me on words, yeah, you're going to start marking your, (laughs) start your scorecard now. Uh, discuss the various highly implausible events of oceanic dispersal with vegetation rafts to explain the biogeographic patterns of living animals. This includes the dispersal of monkeys from Africa to South America that implied a 60-day voyage of 1,400 kilometers across Eocene Early Atlantic Ocean. I- what? So apparently, in his original article, they found well, they found traces of African monkeys in South America. Okay, and the whole thing was there was these giant vegetation rafts oh. that the monkeys were on that sailed from Africa. So to South some America, sort of trade wind. There was enough vegetation to feed the monkeys so that they didn't starve to death for sixty days. <laughs> Maybe they packed a lunch. I don't know. Now, a new fossil find has made this problem much worse. Described in the journal PNAS, I don't know what that one is, as a new primate genus from the paleogene of Western Amazon and provide a new phylogenetic analysis of early fossil neotropical monkeys. Did you catch me on any of that? I'm learning a lot of new words here. Right? This phylogenetic study shows the three genera of fossil monkeys, all known by fossil teeth from the early oligocene oligocene of South America, 
are not related to living New World monkeys, but are nested in three distinct African clades. This implies three independent Eocene colonization events of South America by rafting monkeys from Africa. So he goes into all this, all this stuff, and you know, basically saying, you know, it, it doesn't, this can't be right, and uh, something is clearly wrong here, and I mean, way off. But evolutionary biology has a cheap cop out that was made explicit by Nobel laureate George Wald in 1954. Given so much time, the nearly impossible becomes possible, the possible becomes probable, and the probable becomes virtually certain. That's the same, I'm sure the same guy that said, if you put a hundred monkeys in front of a hundred typewriters, they would eventually do all Shakespeare's work. (laughs) It does not require that one be a Darwin doubter to recognize that this hardly qualifies as good science. (laughs) (laughs) It must have been, uh, says, uh, yeah, it's been glossed over in a fancy storytelling according to the unspoken dogma of evolutionary biology. It must have happened, it must have been possible because it happened. Wow. So what I get from all of this, monkeys built rafts and came to the Americas before Vikings and Columbus. So what? There, there's in. We need to expand the history. There's Captain Cook. There's Cortez. There's Columbus, and then oh no, this guy, guy monkeys beat them all. There's Captain all the monkeys. Monkey, <laughs> Captain Rhesus, Captain Spider, so, Captain, <laughs> and they think that there was a, at least four, three, four different four. events. Yeah. So where are they? These 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 giant floating mats of vegetation. Uh, well, I guess they're probably like, like rotted by now. It, it could be no, no. No, I'm saying, how do they find them? Like, well, see, and this I is, wonder if there's like uh, maybe. Well, let's think. Uh, well, they're finding the teeth, right? The, yes, the fossils. That's so, how they're saying. For, these are. I'm thinking not the end point where they find the teeth. I'm thinking the starting point well, where, start, where all the monkeys like, climbed on board. Yes, was there like a tsunami and they all got washed out to sea? Because that's possible, right? right? So there could be an old but to earthquake. have that many fossils, that much evidence to say this actually happened. Like there must have been like a colony of monkeys, but it on wasn't those a raft. It wasn't a big enough colony to have them stick around for eons. Mm-hmm. They quickly died off, but the long they were there long enough to leave their fossilized remains. So these little prehistoric rafting monkeys, prehistoric rafting monkeys, right? How do you find these things? It's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> we talk everything paddling, and apparently prehistoric rafting monkeys are included. So, so they were... <laughs> You're speechless now. <laughs> I'm just baffled by this. So it's, it's incredible that it wasn't just one singular event. They four. can prove that there was at least four. So that means there could be more. And so it had to be some... Traumatic event like a tsunami that washed a whole bunch of vegetation off of the side of a mountain or an island, and 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 the the monkeys got washed away with it, and they all crawled up on this floating vegetation raft, and in whatever trade winds pushed them yeah. onto a different continent. Because otherwise, why are we not seeing rafts of monkeys making this trip to to this day? I know, right? Right. Well, I, I'm curious by that too. Right. Yeah. 
a cruise ship. Hey, guys, off your port bow, you'll see a, raft, a big of- raft of monkeys heading to, to, to Bolivia. <laughs> Hey, Brazil, yeah, you guys might want to check your coastline. you got monkeys coming yeah. in hot. It's migration season. You have Canada geese and monkeys coming and at monkeys you. from Africa. That's awesome. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. And so, so, but there's enough evidence to say that it's not only, it's, what, do they, what does he say? It's not, the nearly impossible becomes possible, the possible becomes probable, and the probable becomes virtually certain. I'm with George Wald on this one. <laughs> the monkeys that's, are rafters. That's amazing. See? See? We learn stuff from monkeys. I know, but now we I'm learning how to raft. Now I'm wondering if the evolution news in science today is like the Fox News of the no, <laughs> the no, this is real of the scientific community. This is science. This is real <laughs> prehistoric <Wow>. monkey rafters. <laughs> nice. Sounds like That's a motorcycle group or something. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I started incredible. a new club, the prehistoric <laughs> monkey rafters. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, the PMR. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, that's all I got this week. Yeah. I can't top that. <laughs> I just saw that when I'm thinking, no. <laughs> what am I reading and I, here? And, I mean, once you start reading it and you, you filter out some of the big words and some of the... You the, didn't filter out any big words. You said a lot of big words. Oh, no. I filtered out some of the big words. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind. I don't mind sounding a bit dumb, but I ain't going to be completely. <laughs> but yeah, I just saw that. I'm thinking, okay, I got to talk about rafting here. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> uh, hats off to the monkeys everywhere. Yeah, That's all I I'm know. saying. You know, I don't trust them anymore. Now they need to make it into the history books, right? Christopher Columbus, James Cook, Captain yeah, Cook, Captain Cook, Captain Why? Morgan. Captain Morgan. <laughs> Apparently, he was a real guy. Really? It's yeah. Not just a not just a guy on the bottle of rum. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I got cracking rum. Oh, the cracking. that's awesome. Anyway, anything else? No, I can't. I can't top the monkey story. The rafting monkeys. I we're can't gonna. We're gonna. You're gonna be googling that I've, all week, I've aren't got, you? I've got no way to overcome or top that. <laughs> 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 Rafting monkeys. Yeah. Well, if you want to find out more about us, <laughs> and after this episode, I don't know, uh, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream all our episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. Or you can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com and you can stream or download all our episodes there. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with friends and family and fellow paddlers. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>